Good morning, listeners, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark here with Agnes Drew, bringing you day 148 of our broadcast. Agnes has an experience she'd like to share today. Agnes? Thanks for the introduction, Dr. Clark, and thanks for being on air with me. Our listeners know I'm pretty comfortable on the air by myself, but this experience is something I want to share with as many people as possible, and it feels nice to have you in the room. Usually when you're so excited about something, you're more energetic than this. Today you seem almost... Beatific. I was going to say zen, but yes. That works too. Do you want to go ahead and get into it? Absolutely. Yesterday, Dr. Clark and I were out scavenging in town, and we went down the street with the old primary school. There used to be a small group squatting in there. We would see them around the property if we approached, but whoever was there, they always ducked out of sight and gave no indication they wanted to interact with us. So generally, we avoided that road as to not be seen as a threat to some poor group of survivors. Or be seen as prey to some group of violent ruffians. Either way, this was the first time we ventured near the primary school and noticed that the doors were wide open. We've been doing this long enough that you can kind of tell when a building is hollow. So, very cautiously, we decided to investigate. And it was definitely abandoned, with no sign of zombies. We're not sure why they left, but it didn't seem to have been a violent struggle. There wasn't anything obviously useful at first look. The previous tenants hadn't left much behind, which is another plus for them surviving. It means they had time to pack. Overall, it wasn't the most productive scavenging trip. We were mostly driven by curiosity to check out the school, so there weren't high hopes to begin with. But we did find something that was truly amazing. Do you want to say it, Agnes? Sorry. I'm savoring the moment. We found a library. Yes, we did. We found a library. It was just a children's library. We were at a primary school, after all. The shelves were only about four feet high, and the floor was covered with alphabet rugs. But there were books. Picture books from my childhood, newer ones I'd never seen before, the cutest, tiniest little chapter books about bears putting on plays and ballerina mice and time-traveling treehouses. I cried. I don't think I've ever seen anything so beautiful. You laid on the floor and rolled around in books like they were a pile of money and you were Scrooge McDuck. Yes, I did, and it was a religious experience. Because, to me, a library isn't just about the books inside. I mean, yes, it's mostly the books inside, but those books represent an endless source of adventure and inspiration and travel and joy. Even if all that was child-sized. And I couldn't help but be transported back to sitting in the storytime nook at my local library with my mom. She would read to me and I'd stare at the mural of Dorothy Gale and the cow jumping over the moon and green eggs and ham and her voice would paint a picture of worlds I'd never seen before. And I remember later sitting in that same nook with Milo while my mom went to look for books for herself, and it became my responsibility to read to him as he stared at the murals. We never really went to church, but I've always felt like the library was our place to tap into something larger and more beautiful than ourselves. It's holy. That's very sweet, Agnes. 
It was also like a reunion. There were so many stories and characters in that room that I used to know that I hadn't seen in years. Books I recognized that I didn't even remember reading. It was like walking into a party with hundreds of your childhood friends. Is that why you kept petting the books and saying, How are you? What have you been up to since I saw you last? Okay, I can see why that would be weird behavior. It's okay. I'm not going to make fun of you like Max would. I get it. It was an emotional moment. Did you take any of the books with you? Just one for me. A copy of Alice in Wonderland and Through the Looking Glass. An old favorite. I did grab a small stack for Jennifer's daughter, Franny. I'm sure she'll really appreciate that. I hope so. Books were such an important part of my development. I owe so much of my personality to the characters I read about, and I can't imagine who I would be without the library. It's sad to think of Franny growing up without the luxury of an endless source of books. Well, if you're going to be contributing to Franny's growth by supplying her with these books, I hope you're taking that responsibility seriously. I do. I picked a nice variety so she can decide what she likes for herself. And then when she needs more, I can pick things based on her preferences. Part of the joy of books is discovering the magic for yourself and feeling like you had a hand in finding the stories. So you plan on going back to the library? If I can. You're the one who called it a responsibility. I'm not taking that back. We'll try to go again when we happen to be in the area. But I still wish we could get into our own library. I do too. I know you want access to more research materials and... The primary school doesn't exactly fill that void. We'll figure something out one day. We should wrap this up, though, Agnes. I'm fine with that. I'm excited to crack into my new, old book. For Mercury, a broadcast of hope, I'm Dr. Rosalind Clark for Agnes Drew. Take care of each other.